welcome to the Cashflow is Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Jocelyn Chong, business coach with Sit to Seguai. Here you will learn from entrepreneurs or side hustlers about their business journey, how they overcome their challenges to be a successful entrepreneur today. So, let's get started. Welcome back to this podcast. I hope you have had a great week so far. I'm so excited today. I have got a guest. She is a photographer in Melbourne and she does specific photography for personal branding. She's got an amazing background in marketing and then moving to photography. So I'll let her share her story with you. Xenia Belova, welcome today. Thank you for joining us at the podcast. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, so um, so my name is Ksenia. I am originally from Russia, from Moscow. Uh, when I was um, 17, I moved to Italy to study economics and business, and I have a marketing degree. So after that, I kind of uh, proceeded with um, the whole marketing career. I worked in different event agencies, experiential marketing agencies, And then I ended up um, in a multinational company in Milan. And after that, I was kind of worn down and I was so tired of working for someone. And I just decided to give a twist to my life. And I decided to come to Australia for six months initially for traveling. And then this is me. I've been in Australia now for nine years already. And... I am very lucky. I'm one of those who, who managed to do their dream job. So that's, that's me. So now I'm a photographer. Yeah. So, you know, when I first met Xenia, I thought it was so glamorous from Russia. And Russia is known for all their supermodels. And Xenia is like beautiful. She's got just natural beauty. And oh, then she chatted with me about her journey in Italy, in Milan. I'm like, wow, European <laughs> countries, another like glamorous country that she worked in. And she worked with this company called Garmin, which many of us would think, yes, we need direction. And we bought Garmin <laughs> to, before, to help us before we had Google Maps on our phone. And that was like something that I thought, wow, that's really amazing. She fell in love with Australia. And then she relocated and she decided to stay the last eight to nine years, which is amazing. And Xenia also uh, lived in the neighboring suburb as I do. So it is just nice to have, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs that we know each other so closely and can spend time with each other and chat about our business and our business goals going forward as well. So I'm so excited that she is going to share the rest of her business journey with you. So moving from marketing to photography, tell us how did you switch that gear and um, what made you switch that gear from photography? So um, let's say like this, Australia helped me to uh, pursue my dream. But I didn't know what my dream was until I arrived to Australia. So there was one thing that I knew, though, that I have given myself a promise not to work for a corporate company anymore because I didn't want to give away my talent and I didn't want to give away my energy working for someone else. I've always had this 
drive to create my own business because I grew up in the entrepreneurial family uh, in Moscow. So I've always had that thing, okay, I need to do something, but I still didn't know what. So when I arrived to Australia, I asked myself a question. There was one question. I asked myself, so what is it one thing that when I do it, I don't look at my watch? And photography came straight up to me. I was not a photographer before. I had no technical knowledge, nothing. I was just snapping photos of uh, kangaroos <laughs> and around the world. That's it. But this is something that I've always been passionate about. But so when I arrived to Australia, I could be anyone. I could be whoever I wanted to be. In Italy, I was known as a marketing girl because I've had a marketing career. So my, um, I was working in, in Garmin, as, as you mentioned, and I was managing several merchandises around Italy. I had 800 shops of uh, consumer electronics. I was traveling a lot. I was working a lot. I loved my job. It was a very good environment. I loved working with people, but I still wanted to do something by myself. So here, being at a blank canvas, I could create whatever I wanted. And I said, you know what? I'll just be a photographer. And this is how it all started. So what an amazing story that, you know, Australia has helped you realize your dream and that now you actually built such a thriving business, you know, a business that you had filmed so many different people. And for all our audiences, check out her Instagram handler and, uh, you know, look at all the pictures. And if you ever want to engage her for any services, start booking now. She's got a wait list, so just want to warn you. So she's got a wait list. So really put your name and check her out because it is so worth, you know, taking photographs, um, taking pictures and moments that really reflect where you are in your stage of life and help you progress as well. I would get Xenia to talk to you more about, you know, the area that she specialized in, in photography. So we know that photography is, you know, taking pictures of wedding, of events, of speaking engagement. With Zinia, you know, hers was really around personal branding and how she helps entrepreneurs own their uniqueness. And that's so much in line with my mandate for my business. So I want Zinia to expand on the personal branding component and why it's so important. Uh, thank you so much for, for this introduction, Jocelyn. So personal branding is crucial nowadays, especially that we are all online. So personal branding is important because you need to differentiate yourself from everyone else. You need to tell your story. People nowadays buy from people. They need to know you. They need to connect with you. And the only way to do it is through your stories that you tell and through the images that will complement your story. Another reason why you need personal branding is that people, as in clients or potential clients and your audience, they will take you more seriously because they know that you've invested in personal branding and they, it's, it's going to the next level. So if you're going from home-based business to a, okay, I want to grow, I want to do big things, this is when you start investing. So it's, it's the same thing as you would invest in a coach. 
because you need to grow. So these are all the things that help you to get to a much higher level. Amazing. Zinia, I would love to hear your story. Like what is your best moment of photographing you know, a particular client? Can you share your best client moments? Oh, I've actually had quite a few. I have moments with all my clients. <laughs> um, I, I think I just love my job so much. And I feel I'm so grateful every day that I can be paid for something that makes me happy and for something that makes other people happy too. Um, so my best moments, I guess, are the ones when you get that type of connection with the client that you create things without even talking. So they let themselves go. They completely surrender to the experience. And this is where we're just getting that energetic flow. And um, <laughs> I actually, in my jerk, I call it photographic orgasm. <laughs> I love that. I love the photographic orgasm. It's that feeling of fulfillment. It's that moment. You you have goosebumps. It's that connection. It's just so intimate as well because it's just me and my client and in between us there is my camera and my big lens. That's it. And when the client manages to let themselves go, to be vulnerable and to be like, okay, just capture whatever you see. This is, that's it. That's my best moment. I live for this feeling. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Because I could really relate to you about the photography orgasm. As a salesperson um, for the last you know, 15 years in banking and finance, I, one area that I always find so, so you know, amazed and so much fulfillment was that every Friday when I see the sales report, I get that feeling. I totally get you. Because, you know, when you get that feeling, you go, oh my God, this is so good. It's like orgasm. Excuse audience, but we just want to speak the truth. <laughs> the best way to describe it is that. And you want to work with someone who has got true passion to capture your moment and surrender themselves to allow you to be who you are and know that they can unleash you know, the branding within you, the colors, the lightings, the touch, the body movement that is not posed, that is not, you know, structured. Because when you do structured photography, it is so awkward sometimes. And when you allow someone to just take you as who you are, there is a whole nother level, whole nother level of being taken um, for the moments that you are. And, and that's going to reflect in your business, in your personal life, in your family photo shoots as well, because you know that when you look at them, there's that joy, there's that gratitude that oozes out of those pictures. It just, you know, it just speaks that. It's, you know, words will probably wouldn't describe those type of moments at all. So I, I really agree with you. And I would love to hear from you, right? If we engage you for a photography shoot, what are the five things that we need to consider? Like, you know, hair or location or, you know, what should we wear? Tell us your views, let's say, five things that would be important for us to consider. Well, number one, you have to get your branding 
set up for you. So the branding in general, the brand identity of your business. You've got to have your guidelines, branding guidelines. You've got to have your um, branding colors because it will just all help to blend everything together. So you have to have a strategy. You need to understand, and probably if you're in the business, you know it already, who is your target market? So who is your avatar? So who is it what, who you want to talk to? Is it a corporate client? So this is one style, a corporate style. So with a corporate client, you want to talk their language. So the images will be corporate. Or you are more casual. So then again, the images will be more casual. So you want to talk exactly the same language you want to represent yourself to attract your ideal client, okay? So then um, another thing to consider, location, yes, it's something to consider. I am shooting from the studio. I'm a natural light photographer and I, I love clean, minimal studio environment. I love white because bright and white and a lot of light, it just fills you up. It makes everything look amazing. And it's just happy. <laughs> it's just all happiness. So we need, to, we need to show how friendly and how approachable you are because you want to get more clients, right? So I shoot on location too, but I prefer studio because then you can create more things and you're more comfortable as well in the studio. We're getting hair and makeup done for the women. Um, so it's part of the experience. And then we just shoot in different setups and we just go with the flow, basically. So we'll see how it goes. We can change things. Super easy. Another thing to consider, actually very important, where you're going to use your images. So you would probably use them, not probably, but for sure you'll use them for your website. So you have to think already from the very beginning, okay, so this is the structure of my website. I need a banner with my happy face. I need an about photo. Oh, but then I also want to write a book or oh, I'm writing a book already. So I need a book cover. And then I also, I'm going to do a podcast. So I need a podcast image. So strategy. And this is where a good coach would help you as well with strategy. So they will help you to know exactly what steps you have to do. And you will have much more clear ideas of where to use your images. Because this is very important. We can shoot whatever you want. But it will help me as a photographer as well to know where these images are going because I would need to create negative space for some images so that you could put a quote, for example, if you're using on social media, on banners, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, a headshot for LinkedIn might be different from a headshot on Facebook. So there are all, ideally, you would give me a list <laughs> And ideally, you would give me a topic, like different topics as well for social media. So Amazing. This is so yes. I would Many summarize things. that brand identity, your branding color, your avatar, which is the client that you want to engage, the language that you want to speak through your photos, 
the location is usually natural lighting and minimalism. You know, with hair, makeup, and outfits. You know, it's really representing who you are, and also give her a list of what you want to use the photographs for. And I'm guilty of this. Learn from my mistake because when I first engaged photographer a couple of years ago to really update my LinkedIn profile, my Facebook, my Instagram, and my work profile. I wasn't clear with that team. And so when I wasn't clear with that team, I used the same image, but it doesn't necessarily come through clearly. Therefore, all this, when it comes in alignment, can really, really draw on the right audience. Therefore, your website will be magnetic. Your social media content will just draw upon the right clients. Rather than us be hunters, things will just come naturally to us because it will come when we are in the right zone of genius, we are in the right branding alignment, and the rest will work itself out. That's why this type of photography that we're talking today, it is different from any other type of photography. Like there are photography, but there's so many different levels of photography. And I love the work that Xenia is doing. That is so good. I would love you to share with me, right? This year, we have obviously gone through so much with COVID-19. And from a photography perspective, if, you know, businesses need to, you know, upgrade themselves or, you know, make some changes, you know, what would be the three things you think you would tell our audience to really consider this year? Number one, get online. <laughs> You have to get online. Seriously, you can't escape now. You have to be online. You have to be visible. Show up. Show your face. Show who you are. You can even show your vulnerability. Now this year has shown so many thought leaders in their vulnerable state. And it's so amazing to see this strong women or men who are sharing their low stories as well, not high and very happy stories. And this is so powerful. Tell your story. So I will not stop uh, repeating it. Tell your story. Get there. No one is going to judge you except for yourself. And experiment, try new things, get uncomfortable. This is what we are all doing at the moment. Everyone is uncomfortable because it's all a new situation for everyone. So we just have to adapt. That's it. React, surround yourself with amazing people who lift you up, not just for, with those who are constantly complain, oh, this is hard, this is hard, this is no. There are people who lift you up and they say, you can do it. Someone who believes in you. So then you support those people. Support network. It has never been as important as it is right now. So I would say for me, these are the clue things. Amazing. So get visible around all types of social media, but pick one that you are most comfortable with. Because every single social media platform has got different algorithms. Like I use um, Instagram most because that's something that I'm comfortable with. I'm comfortable to get on the live there. I do Facebook, but not as often because Facebook, you know, the stretch of the market sometimes is um, different. 
And then there's LinkedIn as well. And I know that with LinkedIn, the last few months, they have changed their algorithm as well. And you could go on TikTok. You could go on Snapchat. There is so many different new ones. And, and find a platform that you're most comfortable with that represents you, that you know that you can be most vulnerable and authentic there. Like Xenia has mentioned, you know what? The worst criticism only comes from you and you alone. So we can choose to remove that criticism and just be real. And we so true that, you know, what Xenia has mentioned that, you know, a lot of even actors, celebrities, they don't have the whole shebang um, hairstylist, makeup artists coming to their house because they can't during COVID-19. And they have to do their own makeup and you see who they are as who they are. Their skin, you know, the way they are and what they wear and their kitchen table or their living room or their bedroom, whoever they are and wherever they are filming themselves, they are just, you know, true to who they are. And this is our window of opportunity to tell your story. So I encourage you, like Xenia, to just tell your story as who you are and be true to who you are, but also evolve yourself. As Xenia has mentioned, surround yourself with people who inspire you who would support you, who would champion you, who would take you to the next level and see you as a potential, see you as a real gem, see you as a superstar and just go, you know, how can I support you even more to bring out the best within you? Because that's what we want to, right? We have more than enough people telling us bad news every single day. It's not required. We just need to choose to use our time so powerfully, so effectively, to find friends, to find family, to find entrepreneurs, to find business owners, to find you know, sports athletes that will champion us to the next level and stretch us, expand us, you know, give us even more tips or you know, insights or secrets that we can really level up to be the best. So that you know, next year when 2021 comes or next 10 years, 2030 comes, you know what? You surprise yourself because today you made the decision to choose to be who you want to surround yourself with. And we are truly the net sum of the five people that we spend time with. So choose that five boys very, very carefully. And I'm one of them. You got senior now listening to this podcast. So we are on social media. We are welcoming you to join and follow us and listen to, you know, um, what we share, we both go live on Instagram and also on Facebook. So that's our platform that we want to engage you, DM us, you know, come and follow us and, you know, join our tribe that we want to bring the best to the community as well. So I hope that all those nuggets of wisdom that um, Zini has poured out and shared from her heart today is something that you will take it and you will reflect on this and I hope that you also use this opportunity to reflect on how you can rebrand yourself because you can really change how you want others to perceive you from the inside out through photography as well. And that's what Xenia can do with her magic wand, her camera. And that has been most amazing to chat with Xenia. And in closing, I wanted to ask her a fun question. I wanted to ask her this. If you won $1 million, what would you spend immediately on? <laughs> Ooh. 
Oh my God, that's not an easy one. Mm. All right. I would definitely go around the world, <laughs> even though we can't, but I would. <laughs> I would bring my parents here for a nice, uh, maybe one or two months um, because they've never been here in, in nine years. They've never been here yet in Australia. Wow. And I would put the rest in the savings. Um, so make money <laughs> like this and probably invest in something. I mean, million dollars is not even that much if you think. Um, and um, I would definitely help some charities, um, different charities. Yeah. So maybe on a monthly basis, um, something coming up. Yeah. So I wouldn't spend it all straight away because it would be a bit silly. Yeah. <laughs> very, very strategic with the way you um, manage that $1 million. And I wish you well that you would get that $1 million coming your way in the most unexpected way because I want to declare that blessing over your life. And you never know how the universe will work. So as long as we are open to receive with the gratefulness and thankfulness, we are here to receive. So thank you yes. so much, Xenia, for sharing, you know, um, for taking your time for you know, imparting you know, all your wisdom that you have uh, acquired over the years. And I hope that all of us will get the chance to work with her personally one day very soon. So audience, thank you so much again for listening and tuning in with us. And we will see you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you, Jocelyn. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Cashflow is Confidence podcast. We really enjoyed talking about business, life as an entrepreneur and fun activities beyond work. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would be so grateful that you can share this with your friends, family and business network. Make sure to visit us on our social media channels so we can hang out together. See you in the next episode. Bye for now.